Hi everybody, I'm Deacon David David David. I'm layperson <laughs> Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon David David David, David <laughs> and layperson Lisa show. show. Well, welcome back everybody to the madness that is our podcast show. We're continuing on with the liturgy of the Eucharist and we are now on to the mystery of faith. Right. Talk to me about this, Lisa. Well, it's an expression of the priest's wonder and awe of the mystery that is taking place before us, that Christ is truly present on the altar. So we join with the priest in this acclamation and respond by summing up the story of salvation in the death of Jesus and his resurrection. So, and there's several options. Well, can I say something, Lisa? <laughs> no. Two options come from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Deacon David, why don't you tell us what they are? <laughs> well, thank you, Lisa. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Mm -hmm. And the other one is, when we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. And what about the third option from the Gospel of John? Well, thank you for letting me know where it is, Lisa. You're welcome. Save <laughs> us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Is there a... Um, any reason for choosing one over the other? I feel like the Save a Savior of the World is during Lent and Advent for some reason, okay. during penitential seasons. Okay. But I don't think that the other two are um, necessarily, uh, there, there's any preference for those. So the people just have to kind of wait and see what the priest is going to say. Well, actually, the priest is not supposed to start it, I believe. Then how are we supposed the, to know? The people are. Well, you ever notice they normally sing it, right? And then like with Father Tom, I think with Father Tom, he, he, there are certain parts where the priest is not supposed to respond. And it's actually the people that are responding. But like during a daily is, mass, how would we know which one we're supposed to use? Well, if there was a deacon, then the deacon would lead it. Okay. But yeah, otherwise you don't know. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. But, but like if, if I'm there, then yeah. I'm supposed to be the one that... So do you get to pick? That. I can, yes. Oh, okay. Point. But, okay. you know, but every priest is different. Yeah, okay. Because some priests, will, they won't do that. Okay. And so if you start talking, you're going to be talking over them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so you, you have to know your your priest, your priest. people yeah. if you don't know your priest. So now we're back to your favorite word, Lisa, as we continue on. With anamnesis. The, very good. Yes. So it's the anamnesis, yes. offering intercessions, and the final doxology. Yes. So what does the word anamnesis mean in Greek Memorial. Again? But more specifically... Do this means, in memory of me. Right. So while God already knows the church is faithful in carrying out this command... We have a need to tell our Heavenly Father of our joyful entrance into these sacred mysteries. Yeah, and it's followed by a second prayer, which is the offering. Yeah, and this prayer expresses the amazing honor we have of offering what Jesus offered on Good Friday. And as we have said before, we are invited to unite ourselves with the sacrifice of Christ. So what does the general instruction of the Roman Missal explain about our participation, Lisa? In this very memorial, the church, and in particular the church here and now, gathered, yeah. offers in the Holy Spirit the spotless victim to the Father. The church's intention, however, is that the faithful not only offer this spotless victim, but also learn to offer themselves. And so day by day, to be con con consummated through Christ, the mediator, into unity with God and with each other so that at last, God may be all in all. Right. The priest then makes various intercessions toward the end of the Eucharistic prayers. Mm -hmm. He prays that all who receive the Eucharist may become one body and spirit in Christ. Mm -hmm. And then he prays for the universal church, names the Pope, the local bishop, 
while praying for peace and salvation of the world. He also prays for the local community and for those who have died. Okay. Yes. And in Eucharistic Prayer 1, I think it's more obvious, uh, just because there's a large pause. And, and sometimes I think it's intentional by the priest because I will see them in the other Eucharistic prayers pause. Oh, okay. And I, I'm always listing people and praying for people who have died in my family. Yeah. While that period of time's going on. Okay. But like Monsignor, a lot of times he will take a, a pause. And I also think maybe if they've got something going on in their own family or someone's died. Oh, they'll take a moment and silently. Yeah, they'll yeah. take a little bit longer, right? But then what do the Eucharistic prayers end with? Lisa? The great amen. And what is that used as? An expression of praise since the early 2nd century. And to say amen is to affirm the validity of what has been said. And what is that in Aramaic? I believe, or so be it, as you have said. So I had someone come up to receive the Eucharist, right? And they uh -huh. said, I believe. Yeah, I've heard that before, instead too. Instead of, of amen. Yeah, I actually was at a parish where one of the Eucharistic ministers would say, I believe. Right. And then what does the priest say or sing? Through him, with him, wait, through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Yeah, these words come from Scripture as found in St. Paul's letter to the Romans, specifically chapter 11, verse 36, and Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. Mm -hmm. It's when the priest finishes that we respond, Amen. Yes, but it's the great Amen. So right. say it with like you mean it, people. emphasis and so, enthusiasm. Yeah. So we're joining all the great men and women of salvation history when we do this. Yeah. Well, I think that there's quite a bit that we've covered right there, Lisa, yes. as a part of this. So uh, we will call it until the next time. Yes. I am Deacon David. I am layperson Lisa. We'll see you next time. Bye. Adios. Oh.